Praise God. Hallelujah. Good morning. I welcome you to day 16 of the Ava devotional prayer program. I thank the Lord whose grace has brought us this far. Every day there has been something new. There has been something to encourage our hearts, to assure us that inheritance is already waiting for us. We thank the Lord for the gift of life this morning. We thank the Lord for health. We thank him for the opportunity to share this fellowship together with one another. My name is Pastor Ada, and I would like to invite you to pray with me before we go into the devotional. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we worship you, we honor and adore you because you are God. We exalt you high above the heavens. We magnify your holy name. You are a faithful God, a God that keeps covenant. Thank you, Father, because when we embark on this journey, we trusted you for the grace. And daily, we have seen your grace. We have seen your goodness. We have seen divine help. We have seen divine strength. Thank you for bringing us to this 16th day of this month of July, which is also a month of contending for our inheritance. Lord, we ask that you come and speak to us from your word. You come and enlighten our understanding. You come and give us the key that we need to assess what the Father has laid up for us. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. This morning, our text is taken from Joshua chapter 6. We'll be reading from verse 1 to verse 7. Joshua chapter 6, from verse 1 to verse 7. And I read from the Good News Translation. The gates of Jericho were kept shut and guarded to keep the Israelites out. No one could enter or leave the city. The Lord said to Joshua, I am putting into your hands Jericho with his king and all his brave soldiers. You and your soldiers are to march around the city once a day for six days. Seven priests, each carrying a trumpet, are to go in front of the covenant box. On the seventh day, you and your soldiers are to march around the city seven times while the priests blow the trumpets. Then they are to sound one long note. As soon as you hear it, all the people are to give a loud shout and the city walls will collapse. Then the whole army will go straight into the city. Joshua called the priests and told them, Take the covenant box and seven of you go in front of it carrying trumpets. Then he ordered the people to start marching around the city with an advance guard going on ahead of the Lord's covenant box. This is the reading of the Lord. May he bless it to our understanding and comprehension in Jesus' name. Amen. The key verse that we'll focus on this morning is Joshua chapter 6 verse 1. The gates of Jericho were kept shut and guarded to keep the Israelites out. No one could enter or leave the city. Our topic for our devotion is strategic spiritual warfare. 
strategic spiritual warfare. Anyone who desires to take possession of his inheritance must be ready for warfare. The hair is often a subject of jealousy, envy and attack by those who know about the inheritance. We have an illustration in the scriptures concerning a man called Mephibosheth. He was the son of King Saul and he was hidden away in a place called Lodiba while his father's servant Ziba was enjoying the inheritance. Ziba had many wives, 15 sons and 20 servants. King David one day remembered Jonathan and decided to look for a way to compensate his family for the kindness that Jonathan had shown him in the days of his travel. He discovered Mephibosheth and he restored to him his inheritance. This story you can read in 2 Samuel chapter 9. Looking at our text today, the first challenge began when Jericho was kept shut and guarded to keep the Israelites out. On many occasions, the guardians don't like to give the heir access to the information concerning the inheritance. That is one strategy that the enemy uses. He denies you access to the inheritance. He denies you access to information concerning the inheritance. He denies you access from knowing the exact location of the inheritance so that you will be unable to go and assess them. In many climes, if the hair is a female, they might want to deny them of their inheritance, making reference to culture and the fact that the girls will one day get married and leave home. At some times, they also want to arrange for the guardian's children to get married to the hair, whether male or female. But the worst part of it is when they connive with other family members to steal from the hair and inherit everything completely. Look at another passage of scripture that throws light on the possibility of this occurrence. In Matthew chapter 21 verse 33, I want to read to you what the scripture says. It says, but when the husbandmen saw the son, they said among themselves, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him and let us seize on his inheritance. Let us kill him and seize on his inheritance. Many servants have killed their master's children just to take a hold of their inheritance. May that not be the portion of anyone listening to this message in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not die because of your inheritance in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will preserve you and deliver fully to you what rightfully belongs to you in the mighty name of Jesus. No guardian, no caretaker, no, no a chaperone 
will deny you what God has prepared for you and what your Father has laid up for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So, we see in this text that limited or controlled access is a strategy of those who do not want to release the inheritance to the heir. Limited or controlled access. Limited or controlled access. Is there any area of your life where you are being limited? Is there any area of your life where you are being denied access? Sometimes when there is a separation in a marriage, some mothers are denied access to their children. In some cases, it is the father that is denied access to his child. Whereas the Bible says that the children are the heritage of the Lord. And so your child is your inheritance. There is no reason why anybody should deny you access to your children. But we know that such things are happening in our day. Sometimes these guidance will adopt the strategy of always postponing when they will show the inheritance to the heir. They will schedule meetings and they will keep postponing because they don't want the heir to know the actual property and they do not want the heir to know the value of the property. Not because they are minors, but because the guardians have ulterior motives. We see that playing out today in many churches where ministers want their members to eat from their hands instead of teaching them how to locate the source of nourishment for themselves. You see members who are hungry, who are thirsty, and they come to the house of God seeking to be satisfied with the word, seeking to receive the bread of life. But instead, their pastors are content to give them handouts, to give them bits and pieces, to feed them lights so that they will continually depend on the ministry of the pastor. This ought not to be so, because we have been called to make disciples. And so whoever you are and you lead a convert to Christ, it's your responsibility to make that person a disciple of Jesus, so that that person can go on and make other disciples for Jesus. That is how the kingdom of God will be extended. But when our churches are full of babies, our churches are full of people who cannot read the Bible, people who cannot pray, people who cannot hear the voice of God, people who cannot evangelize, who cannot bear witness to what God has done in their life, then we are doing the kingdom a lot of disservice. We are denying our brethren access to the source of their nourishment, access to the inheritance that God has laid up for them. May that not continue to be our practice as ministers in the name of Jesus. And if you are listening to my voice and you know you fall into that category, you do not know how to search the scriptures, you do not know how to find answers for yourself, then this is your day. This is your day to reach out to God and to ask the Lord to release unto you access into your spiritual inheritance in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We also have heard of cases of physical inheritances where the employees of the wealthy strategically plot the sale of their properties during their demise without the knowledge of the heirs of the inheritance. We have to be sensitive. We have to be at our lots. As many of us here who are privileged to be blessed with earthly inheritance, 
this is a call for you to open your eyes to truly know what rightfully belongs to you and to take possession of it in the mighty name of jesus amen may every thief who has misappropriated the inheritance of anyone on this platform release it to him now in jesus name amen i command them who have sub, who have swallowed up your inheritance those who have swallowed up your riches those who have swallowed up your investment i command them in the name of jesus to vomit it to vomit it out in jesus name i compel them in the name of the lord jesus to release to you what rightfully belongs to you in jesus name amen you see in the text that we read the second point to take note of is the fact that the king and the people of Jericho reasoned that their high walls were impregnable. They thought that their gates were too strong to be broken down. They forgot that the battle was not just between them and the children of Israel, but that it was the battle of the Lord. This God is omnipotent. This God is a mountain mover. This God breaks the gates of brass and cuts the bars of iron asunder. What can he not do? Today, I command in the name of Jesus that every gate that is standing in your way, preventing you from having access to your inheritance, I command that gate to be broken down now in the name of jesus is it the gate of a policy an embargo a limitation whatever it be that is standing at the gate shutting you out from receiving your children shutting you out from receiving your promotion shutting you out from breaking forth in ministry i command those gates to be broken down now in jesus mighty name amen God gave Joshua a strategy, a strategy to bring down the walls of Jericho. I want you to pray today to receive a divine strategy to bring down every mountain that is standing in your way in life in Jesus' mighty name. Divine strategies may not look logical or scientific, but their dynamic power cannot be explained. Hallelujah. In this story, by the time you read the rest of that chapter from where our text was taken, you will see how a strategy that looks so simple and so weak eventually brought down the mighty walls of Jericho. Many times we struggle to follow God's processes because we don't trust it. We resist and question the wisdom of God's plan because we think we have better ideas. Today, I encourage you to change your mind. Destroy that humanistic idea and embrace divine strategies for spiritual warfare. It never, never fails. Amen. All right, let's continue in our devotion. How did Gideon defeat the thousands of armed soldiers when all he had was pitcher and light? I know you know the story of how Gideon defeated them, but how did he do it with pitcher and light? Remember that the Midianites had stripped them of every weapon. Yet, God led him into battle, 
God reduced the number of soldiers that went with him to 300, and yet he overcame the Midianites and he came back victorious. So how did God also subdue Egypt without Israel shooting a single arrow in battle? God's ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts, our thoughts. Let's read that same text of Isaiah chapter 55 verse 8 in the New Living Translation. It says, My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. That is the word of the Lord. He says his thoughts are nothing like our thoughts. And his ways are far beyond anything that you could imagine. Has the Lord given you a strategy that looks weak, old-fashioned, or illogical? Is the process too slow for your liking? Wait, my brother, my sister. Our God is the ancient of days. He knows what has happened from time through all the centuries till now. There is nothing you may know that he has not known. Trust his judgment and strategy. Walking around Jericho looked childish and stupid. But in verse 20, listen to what he says. So the priest blew the trumpets. As soon as the people heard it, they gave a loud shout and the walls collapsed. Then all the army went straight up the hill into the city and captured it. They went up and captured it because the Lord brought the walls down. May the Lord bring down every satanic wall that is denying you access to the relationship that God has for you in the mighty name of Jesus. May every invisible barrier of cultural sentiments that has prevented you from making progress in the plan and program of God for your marriage, may those invisible barriers crumble now in the name of Jesus. Let us take a few prayer points together. Let's take a few prayer points. Prayer point number one, Father, I thank you that this morning, because you I, Father, I thank you this morning because you are a master strategist. Father, I thank you this morning because you are a master strategist. Can you open your mouth and give thanks to the Lord? God never uses the same method for every battle. He always has a new battle that is just right for a new strategy for that battle. God always has a new strategy that is just right for the people, that is just right for that season in their life. Can you thank the Lord? He's a master strategist. He has the strategy to handle any foe that may come against us. Let's thank him in the name of Jesus. Amen. Our second prayer point, I want us to pray and say, Father, you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. What you did for Joshua at Jericho, do for me in this situation. So you mentioned the situation. What the Lord did for Joshua in, the, in Jericho 
ask the Lord to do it for you in a specific situation. What is that specific situation? Ask the Lord about it. Let us pray. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. What you did for one, you can do for another. Father, I ask in the name of Jesus that as the walls of Jericho came down and the people of God had access into the city, even so may every wall that has limited people from receiving me and receiving my message, may those walls crumble now in Jesus' name. May every wall that has prevented my relationships from flourishing the way God wants it, I pray that those walls will come down now in the name of Jesus. As you did for Jericho, Lord, do for me, O God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. A prayer point number three, Father, I am sorry and I repent for not trusting you on how to contend for my inheritance. Father, I am sorry and repent for not trusting you on how to contend for my inheritance. Can you ask the Lord for forgiveness? Many times God has cancelled us to go the way of peace and we have often rebelled and gone the way of warfare, the way of strife, the way of unforgiveness, the way of bitterness. I don't know what that strategy is that the Lord has given you, that you have rejected, that you have refused. Many of us are expecting financial breakthroughs, but every time the Lord asks you to give, you refuse to give. You always say it is not enough. You never want to obey the word of God concerning giving. Yet the scripture says that he that soweth sparingly shall reap sparingly. That's the principle of giving and receiving. So if you spare, if, if you sow sparingly, you will also reap sparingly. So if you want to reap abundantly, the Bible admonishes you to give abundantly. There are many of us whom the Lord is speaking to about making a move, just like he asked Abraham to make a move. But we are so afraid of the uncertainty. We are so afraid of the future. We cannot let go of what we are holding on to, yet we want to receive from the Lord. Until you let go and your hands are open, you may not be able to receive the new thing God is bringing your way. So I want you to ask the Lord to forgive you for remaining in that relationship when God said it was over. Ask the Lord to forgive you for remaining in that line of business when God had commanded you to move on. Repent of it now in Jesus' name. Our next prayer point goes this way. Heavenly Father, give me a divine strategy for the battle I'm facing now. Speak to me as you spoke to Joshua. Speak to me as you spoke to Joshua. Can you ask the Lord in prayer? Can you ask the Lord in prayer to speak to you concerning the situation you are facing on how to go about it? How to go about it? Yes, Lord, need, the Lord leads us ahead. The Lord goes ahead of us, but he always wants us to partner with him. He always wants it to be a partnership so that we can walk out our salvation with fear and trembling, so that we can see the finger of God at work on our behalf. Why don't you ask the Lord for his strategy? Strategy on how to relate with your children. Strategy on how to relate with your spouse. Strategy on how to manage the the. the the department that is under you in the church. Strategy on how to grow your ministry. Ask the Lord for a divine strategy now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Our fifth prayer point. Father, as I obey you, let the heavens fight for me and let every gate resisting my advancement crumble in Jesus' name. It says, Father, 
as I obey you, let the heavens fight for me, and let every gate resisting my advancement crumble in Jesus' name. I want you to pray. I want you to pray. The time is not enough, but as we pray, even when this message is over, when this devotion is over, even as the worship songs continue, I want you to continue in prayer. I want you to continue and pray through on these matters. Whichever particular one is breaking your heart, whichever one the Holy Spirit is convicting you about, spend time praying on it in the mighty name of Jesus. Our last prayer point, Father, send my co-laborers Father, send my co-laborers as we face my Jericho. Quicken my children, my family, my brethren, everyone who needs to fight with me to come in Jesus' name. I want you to pray that God will bring your co-laborers. Joshua didn't do all this work himself. The, the, the prophets had a role to play. The priests had a role to play. The soldiers had a role to play. Joshua had a role to play. The people too had a role to play. It was a collaboration. It was a partnership that brought the victory. Can you ask the Lord to bring into your life those that will collaborate with you, those that will support you as you take delivery of your inheritance in Jesus' name. Some of us, it is our family members. We need our family members to galvanize around us. We need our family members to speak up for us. We need our family members to counsel us, to guide us on things we haven't done before. Why don't you pray and ask the Lord to release unto you the co-laborers who are supposed to face this Jericho with you. And as they come, may you not resist them. As they come, may you not despise them. As they come, may you cooperate with them so that the purpose of God for your life will be accomplished in the mighty name of Jesus. I want us to begin to pray this morning. Let's pray this morning that this word that has come forth will not return back void. It will accomplish God's purpose in your life and in my life and in the life of everyone who hears it because God has divine strategies. God has divine strategies made in heaven. It is our place to discover it. It is our place to pursue the Father until it is unveiled to us. And as we follow God's divine strategies, they might look foolish, they might look stupid, but because the hand of the Lord is upon it, it always comes back fruitful. Father, we thank you for this morning. We bless you for the entrance of your word that has given us light. Thank you because your ways are past finding out. Indeed, as the scripture says, that your thoughts are not our thoughts, neither are your ways our ways. Father, help us to trust you. Help us to trust your ways. That as you reveal your ways to us, as you unpack your ways to us, help us, oh God, to follow it. Even when it doesn't look logical, even when it doesn't look perfect, Father, help us to follow you. Teach us to trust, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord, as we end this devotion today, I pray for everyone, oh God, who has been part of this program these 15 days, who is waiting on you for the next level. I pray that every gates of brass standing ahead of them will be brought low now in the name of Jesus. I pray that every foundational mindset that has held them back and prevented them from believing in the miraculous, Father, I pray that those ancient mindset will be pulled down and destroyed in the name of Jesus. Father, release your children to a fruitful life. Release your children to a life of possessing their possession. Release them, O oh God, to recover what they have lost, even to unfaithful guidance in the mighty name of Jesus. You are a faithful God. You are a dependable God.
come. We trust you that testimony shall come forth even from this message that has gone ahead. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Our confession this morning will be, I will not be denied my inheritance by any guardian. I will not be denied my inheritance by any guardian. You could also say, I will not be denied access to my inheritance. You can choose to make any one of them your confession. Whatever it is the Lord is emphasizing, that is where your confession will be. I will not be denied access to my inheritance in the name of Jesus. Maybe you have been denied and it's your time to recover. Why don't you confess that I am taking back everything that belongs to me that is in the hand of my guidance i am taking back everything that belongs to me that is in the hand of my guidance god bless you have a very fruitful day amen